Now, as is our practice each uh, conference, I would like to first present the status of last year's Missions Faith Investment Fund, uh, 2010 to 2011. Now, as indicated on the chart, the blue bar on the chart represents the amount that you promised that you committed to last year. The red bar represents the amount that was received. First, then, we will look at the general fund. The general fund refers to the ongoing contributions we make for the support of our missionaries, both at home and abroad. In other words, it's our ongoing missions program. We call it the general fund. They are all listed for you in our missionary, in our missions booklet for this year's conference. We encourage you to look at them. They have the prayer requests and everything. This is a book that you can keep throughout the year to be praying for our missionaries. Again, I want to thank Alan for doing such a terrific job and putting it together, of course, with the help of uh, Kathy and, and Bev as well. We thank them for their work in getting this booklet out. Now, the amount promised and committed for the year 210 to 11 was 164000 $844 rounded off to the nearest dollar to date. Now, please remember, we still have about, I think, about six more weeks to go. Is that right, Alan? I thought it was the end of April, end of, this is end of March, end of March. Uh, to date, we have received $147,260, for which we thank God. Amen? I think that's great. And... We are still believing that uh, the rest of the amount promised will be in by the end of the month as well. And we really believe that we will reach that goal. $7,200 were promised for a special project for Camp Bahamas at that time. There was a special need. We're moving from the general fund now into what we call special projects. And last year, we had a special project for Camp Bahamas. And $7,200 were promised at that time. Praise the Lord, the full amount was received almost immediately. Another special project, uh, $3,774 were promised for a second project related to the Barnabas Fund with Dr. Patrick Sugdeo, relating to the start-up of a plastic business for Egyptian Christians. Remember, they were being pushed out and they were trying to set up a, a business so that the Christians in this community would be able to have some income. And uh, this particular need was oversubscribed, and we thank God for that, because the total amount will be given to Dr. Sugdeo. He's actually sending another request for need because he's working with all of the trouble areas right now we are reading about. The Christians are really going through a difficult time, and Dr. Sugdeo ministers to them. You also committed to supporting native Chinese pastors and evangelists who were taking the gospel into the mountain areas of China and the surrounding areas. In this work, we are partnering with Ui Chenek. Remember Ui? Right? Great. Ui Chenek, and he works with MAP, Ministries for Asia. Pacific. $2,400 were promised thus far, and we have 
Of, of this, we have received um, $1,650, which leaves us with a shortfall of $750. Now, remember, these amounts seem small here, but they're going to, um, uh, to uh, native pastors in the area. And $100 could go a long way in caring for some of the ministries here. So we want you to pray for that as well so we could reach our, our promised amount. And so, thus far for missions year 2010-2011, with still two weeks or so to go, you have invested $159,884 into God's eternal investment program for which you are insured an eternal return that you cannot lose. Isn't that great? And uh, we're hoping that, again, praying that we will reach our desired goal. So that's what we did for last year. Here now are our missions investment opportunities for the coming year, 2011-2012. Remember now, the returns are just as certain and just as eternal once invested for the glory of God. You will never and you cannot ever Lose the assured returns on your investment that you give to God for missions. We're going to talk more about that when we explain this program. We are uh, putting up as a desired amount for the year in the general fund, $189,750. Now, this figure was arrived at by adding 15% to the figure for last year. Our desire here, of course, and this is what we would like to do. First, we want to maintain the missionaries that we are presently supporting. We don't want to drop anyone. Amen? Of course, unless they do something bad, then we'll drop them. But we don't want to drop anyone uh, as far as... And also, we would like to uh, provide a modest increase, if all possible. And thirdly, we would like to take on at least one additional missionary that is ministering what we like to call in the forefront of missions, the tribal missions, and so on. We would like to take on at least one of them, and we believe that this particular amount will help us to do that. Now, that's the challenge for the general fund for the coming year. That's the amount we're praying that God will provide us with the coming year. Now, there are two special projects, and they're a little different. Well, one of them is anyway. So as for our special projects, which of course are short-term rather than long-term, in other words, short-term special projects, we hope to get the money in almost immediately. Whereas with the general fund, it goes for a year. You understand that, right? And these general funds then are what we're hoping to receive as soon as possible. Uh, now, we've decided, in light of the economic situations we have, as well as some of the needs at home right now, the committee has decided to focus on two primary local, uh, local projects. The first one is Camp Bahamas. Now, we have committed ourselves to doing whatever is possible to assist Richard and Andrea in getting Camp Bahamas going. They've done a fantastic job. I mean, it's really a miracle what God has been doing over there in providing the funds. And there are many teams that are coming in. 
And we find they finally came to a point where they're able to have their cabins. And now, and rather than renting out our rooms for the teams to stay and they have to pay, now the teams can stay on the property itself and pay Camp Bahamas. And they're having quite a bit of teams come in. Now, of course, you know, some time ago we gave a, we gave a new bus. Well, they just about run that one to the ground. Uh, they need another one to run to the ground. So we would like to um, uh, take this on as a special project because it is, a tr- it is a really a tremendous need here now. Now, we've been able to secure a commitment from a well-known automobile dealership in the Bahamas to purchase a new bus at cost. Isn't that great? You see? I think that's fantastic. And we're asking for $25,000. So we need the cash in order to get the good price, right? That's how we normally do things. Uh, that's, well, I will, um, yeah, yeah, we need $25,000. All right? And we need to get this as soon as possible because we'd like to have the bus up there before the summer, before the summer begins. That's challenge one. The second local project involves our own young people on short-term missions. We have limited our short-term missions to the Bahamas during the past three or more years. We've just been here. The team is mostly every year was going up to Camp Bahamas. But we're making a shift this year in two things. First, we want to um, uh, go back to Honduras. Remember, we started a work over there in building a Christian school. Well, that has gone on fine. It's going, but now, as it goes, they need additional work done. And we have sort of committed ourselves to doing whatever is possible to help that ministry going. So that's where we would like to go this year. Now, actually, we need a few more of our young people or older talented people to sign up because there's certain funds that are needed for supplies and everything else. But we also, as a missions committee, help to provide for a good portion of the tickets that are available. They, the young people will pay uh, quite a part of themselves, as well as give towards supplies that are needed to build what we're doing. Uh, we have a lot of, we have the designated amount of, for the special need for this is $10,000. Now also, this year we'll be working with Eddie and Eunice Pinder in Cat Island. The young people will be going over there to help Eunice and those who have already gone. Pastor uh, Michelo has gone up there. We know the areas that they'll be working on and helping uh, some of the widows, older folk in the community. And also, Micah Project will be over there. We take groceries and everything over there as well in Cat Island. So that's what our young people will be involved in. And we're trying to raise $10,000 for that. Now, a third local project, really, this is an ongoing, this is sort of a, this is, uh, I've mentioned it to you before, this is a continuing, I call it a continuing dream project, which I am especially praying that God will lay on the hearts of some of you here. It's a halfway home for the homeless. We've talked about this in several years. We have some people who have responded, but we're continuing to pray that God might touch your heart. As you go around our streets, you see a lot of um, homeless people. We want to provide a facility where we go and take these people off. We give them a bath. We give them a home. We give them food for a while and take care of them. So if you are interested, we want you to pray. You want to let us know. 
And uh, that's where we are at this stage. You ask it not for any money or anything, but just so you'll be aware of it and see what your interest would be. All right. Now, as usual again, and I would like to take time to explain the biblical basis for what we have come to call Missions Faith Promise Investment Plan. Not just the faith promise. We've extended that. Missions Faith Promise Investment Plan rather than simply a faith promise approach. First, based on 2 Corinthians chapter 8, a faith promise investment in God's missions program is a guaranteed eternal return you cannot lose for a temporal investment you cannot keep. I'm stealing some words from a famous person, right? A guaranteed eternal return you cannot lose for a temporal investment you cannot keep. Why? Because the money you have doesn't belong to you anyway. Just take a look at what's happening in Japan. You saw all those nice yachts and expensive cars and homes washed away in the second. Right? So let's be sure that we are investing, that we have eternal returns. And so we say faith promise investment is giving motivated by the grace of God that enables us to give sacrificially, to give more than we think we can from what we already have and what we trust him to give us in the future. Now you have this in the bulletin, but I want to, I want to go over this because I want our people to really understand what this is all about. Second Corinthians says, But just as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in your love for us, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. For if the readiness is present, it is acceptable according to what a man has, not according to what he does not have. And this is something we need to explain, especially when we talk about commitment of faith promises. Faith promise investment is a work of grace. We draw upon God's enabling grace to give what we would normally think we cannot give. The amount we give is thus sacrificial in nature and a manifestation of God's enabling grace at work in our lives. It is a commitment made between the believer and God to give a specific amount of his or her earnings for the cause of missions over a year's time, contributed either weekly, monthly, or as it bets fits your pay schedule. We'll be giving out in a few moments, for those of you who want to take part in this, envelopes and commitment cards, we could indicate the best way of your giving and with time and so on. Now, the specific amount is arrived at after prayerful consideration before God, based upon God's grace, to supply patent after the grace giving of our Lord Jesus himself. Second Corinthians 8, 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. Grace giving. Like Christ, our faith by grace giving is sacrificial, voluntary, and the natural result of our first giving ourselves in total commitment to God. Scripture backs us up. Listen to the word of God. And now, brothers, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. Out of the most severe trial, the overflowing joy 
and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able. There it is. It's based upon what you possess. And even beyond their ability, this is where faith steps in. Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the saints. And they did not do so as we expected. But, and here's the key to it all, they gave themselves first to the Lord and then to us in keeping with God's will. The kind of giving and investment we're talking about is accomplished by a commitment based upon faith that draws upon the enabling grace of God to give what was prayerfully promised according to one's ability and beyond as enabled by the grace of God. Again, Paul speaks to this in 2 Corinthians 8. We urge Titus, since he had earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace, that's giving, on your part. And here is my advice about what is best for you in this matter. Last year, you were the first not only to give, but also to have the desire to do so. Now finish the work, so that your eager willingness to do, to do it may be matched by your completion of it according to your means. For if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what he does not have. We need to understand that when we talk about the normal approach to faith giving. Grace giving is evaluated on the basis of sacrifice, not on the basis of quantity, how much you give. Sacrificial giving has to do with one's spiritual condition, not one's financial condition. It is a spiritual matter, not a matter of economics. This kind of investment is a practical acknowledgement of a believer to the Lordship of Jesus Christ over his or her life and possessions. We invite you then by faith and in response to the grace of God at work within you to invest in Calvary Bibles Church Missions Faith Promise Investment Plan. It guarantees, I say, an eternal return you cannot lose. I call that heavenly profit. For a temporal investment of what does not belong to you and you cannot keep. That's God's money that you have. 